0: Hi, my name is Natalie Dow Gray, and I'm speaking today on being COVID-19 safe and cat friendly. How can we offer a cat-friendly environment while adhering to the cleaning protocols during the COVID-19 outbreak? We are fortunate that COVID-19 is an enveloped virus and as such is relatively easy to kill using the common disinfectants that we have available to us in the veterinary clinics. This means that different cleaning protocols are not required. So However, veterinary clinics do need to be increasing the frequency of cleaning, especially between animals. For additional information on cleaning and disinfectants, I'd advise you to review the RCVS Knowledge COVID-19 resources. Cats can catch COVID-19 from people and can transmit it to other cats under experimental conditions, but to date, no cat human transmission has been shown. Again, for further information on this topic, please refer to the RCVS Knowledge COVID-19 resources. There's very little evidence on how to be cat friendly under the current circumstances, but using resources and information that has been produced for shelter cats is a good place to start. A good shelter operates under the high biosecurity levels that we are currently having to practice in the clinic. In a shelter generally, all new cats entering the building are considered to be a source of infectious disease and the veterinary staff and equipment may act as a fomite spreading disease between cats. Fomites are objects or materials that are likely to carry infection. Under COVID-19 circumstances, we need to consider that the cat, the cat carrier, and any bedding that comes in from the cat may be a fomite for COVID-19. We also need to consider that if we are infected, we may contaminate or infect the cat, putting both the cat and their owner at risk. The smell is very important to the cat. As the first thing that the cat encounters in an examination is usually your hand, how you're cleaning your hand between consults is very important. Some of you may be choosing to wear gloves and that is fine. Um, if you are, I would suggest spraying a little feel away on the gloves just before you let the cat out of the basket, allowing time for the spray to dry before you touch or approach the cat. Using soap and water um, to clean your hands between cases, however, may be the least offensive to the cat's sense of smell, especially if you're using an unscented soap. Um, but again, I'd advise spraying a little feel away on your hands after drying them. Alcohol sand, hand sanitizers are very convenient, especially if you're having to leave and re-enter the consult room during the examination. Firstly, try to avoid this and have everything that you're likely to need in with you um, for that cat's examination. However, if you do use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer, try and make sure your hands are dry before approaching the cat, as they do find the smell of these very offensive. Between cases, always clean the table and any equipment that you've used. Try and use a scent-free disinfectant and consider spraying the table with a little bit of feel away or some pet remedy after it has been cleaned. I personally like to use a towel on the table. Um, Under the current conditions, these are bagged at the end of the consult. And then we then place them directly into the washing machine at the end of the consulting session. You may choose to ask the owner to put a clean towel um, either in a bag or in the cat carrier. This has the advantage of um, going back to the owner with the cat and not having to be washed in the clinic. However, you do have to keep in mind that this may be a might, um, but no more so than the cat itself or the basket. And just having awareness of this will help you to mitigate this risk. For shy cats, it's really important that they have a place to hide. Using their own basket, if they have one where the top can be removed, is really useful. Um, And then a lot of the examination can be performed with the cat sitting in the basket. Or again, using a towel um, can be really useful. Cats protection um, has something called the feline fort, which can be used in the consult room um, on the table uh, to give the cat a place to hide. And this has been manufactured to allow cleaning with disinfectant between cats. Um, and it's available through their website. Some cats are going to require hospitalization for the day um, or for overnight, and the same considerations around um, cleaning your hands between patients needs to be taken with hospitalized cats as well. For hospitalized cats, um, they will need a hiding place. For day patients, you could consider leaving the cat's basket in the kennel as as their hiding place. If they're in overnight, um, then you could use a cardboard box that can be disposed of afterwards. Uh, the cat's protection fort, or something like an igloo bed that can be washed. If none of these options are available, um, then do at least cover half the front of the kennel with a towel to put the cat in privacy. When cleaning the kennel whilst the cat is an impatient. Uh, do try to preserve the sense of smell for the cat. Um, double bedding is something that can be considered. This is where two beds are supplied um, and only one bed is removed each day and replaced with a clean one. Um, and this should be utilized as it preserves familiar smells for the cat. Um, you can consider spraying some feed away or pet remedy on the clean bedding um, before it is placed in the pen. But clean the pen only um, if it's not too dirty. And again, this is just to try and preserve familiar smells for the cat while they're an impatient. Cats that are from a COVID-19 positive household um, or cats that require strict barrier nursing um, should still be provided with a hiding place and bedding, um, but this may need to be something that is disposable or something like the feline fort, which can be disinfected properly. Uh, for further reading around feline environmental needs, um, I'd refer you to the AAFP, ISFM Feline Environmental Needs Guidelines, uh, which was led by Sarah Ellis and published in JAFMS in 2013. Um, these are freely available through the SAGE website, um, even if you're not an AAFP or ISFM member, um, they're available for, for anyone to access. Uh, for those of you that work regularly with shelter animals or are in, interested in just improving your clinic's approach to biosecurity, then the BSAVA manual um, for k and Feline Shelter Medicine principles of health, welfare, health and welfare for a, a multi-animal environment is an excellent resource as well, and that's available through the BSABA library. Uh, there's also a number of papers um, on the use of feline pheromones in the clinic, and I've put up a couple for future reference for you as well. Thank you for your time. I hope you found this useful.